Welcome in once again, Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. And we are very excited because this is our second of three interviews in a row with Athena International board members. This week, we have Mary Maloney. She's a branding expert and teaches us that finding and communicating your purpose are vital to how people view your company or even you as an individual. By the way, FYI, there are a few minor audio hits in this episode. I was having problems with my Skype during the interview, but it's all arable and understandable. Let's get going. Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, episode 83, starts now. Welcome to Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, the podcast that tells you the story of how women are impacting business one guest at a time. Now here's your host, Jeff Bolitnikoff, with another successful woman and her unique business journey. Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. I'm Jeff Bolitnikoff, and I'm very happy to have on a Athena International board member. That's always an exciting time on this podcast. And also, she is a brand strategist who helps executive leaders achieve confidence and clarity in messaging the extraordinary why behind their brands. And she does this using a time-tested proprietary process used by some of the most trusted brands in the world. She's served as a CEO, CMO, business owner, has been primarily in the health technology space. And as you listeners know, I don't spend a lot of time on the bio because I like to bring in our guest as soon as possible. And it's Mary E. Maloney. Mary, welcome. It's so happy to have you on. It's been forever. I've been trying to get you on this show forever. I'm really, uh, you're like the uh, shoemaker whose kid goes shoeless. You being a board member, it's been hard to get you on the show. Finally got you here. Glad to have you. Oh, I'm glad to be here, Jeff. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. It's funny. We've been talking about this ever since the inception of the podcast, getting you on the air or so. And I know you're an extremely busy person, and that's why, all kidding aside, that's why it's been so difficult for us to connect. But you are one of the early supporters of the podcast, somebody behind the scenes that has really helped shape this podcast. So I wanted to acknowledge that and uh, really excited to talk to you tonight. Oh, likewise, Jeff. Thank you. Yes, I'm a big fan. And uh, yeah, I mean, from the beginning, we were talking about guests on the show. If I may, I, you know, I'd love to give a shout out to some of the guests that you've interviewed so far. Dr. Margie Blanchard, Dr. Sidel Ross, the 17-year-old CEO, Era, who wrote a book on digital cleansing, which is great for all of us on, you know, how to turn off our cell phones. Kelly Casto, Saving Our Seniors. So I applaud you, Jeff, in, in getting this this amazing cross-section of, of women on this podcast that we can all learn from. Oh, thank you. And then we finally get Mary E. Maloney on the podcast, too, and that's wonderful. <laughs> so I briefly went over your bio. If you'd like to uh, enlighten the listeners on your story, that'd be great. Sure. Yeah, I guess um, to net it out, I I love to transform brands. I'm a brand strategist. I'm known as a branding and marketing communications and sales strategist, but my, my heart and soul is really in branding. And I've had the privilege of working with industry giants like Intuit, Subaru, Heinz, Mercy Health System, Penn Medicine. I've been very fortunate. I've had a wonderful career. I've worked primarily in the healthcare tech space. So I positioned a lot of emerging healthcare tech companies to to grow and exit. Won a lot of RFPs. 
uh, multi-million dollar RFPs that have literally put unknown companies on the map. Race Capital rebranded two 15-year-old startups to become category leaders, which is really, really exciting. And then one of my my most beloved is actually a company in Pittsburgh, where you're you're from, Jeff. It's an organization that specializes in treating children with disabilities. And almost, gosh, 25, 30 years ago, we came up with a tagline called Amazing Kids. And that is still in use today. And the URL is amazingkids.com. It became so popular in transforming the brand that they actually changed the domain name, which is really exciting. So I have a long history of working with company brands. And what I'm doing now, Jeff, is I'm working with individuals, with executives as an agent of human potential. I kind of feel like I, I've been called to work with leaders who want to transform their brands. And it's it's a process that I use that enables executive leaders to become more grounded in their purpose and what they stand for and why they exist to serve. Well, let's talk about branding because it's a word that's thrown around a lot. And I know a lot of people use it and it's important to them. But also, I don't think that a lot of people, and I'll put myself in that boat, really have a full understanding of it as opposed to, or I guess, as compared, I should say, to somebody that that's what they do, branding like yourself. So maybe you could tell us what we think branding is, but actually what branding is and how we should be thinking of it. Sure. Yes. When I serve on panels, I, I get that question a lot. It's one of my favorite questions uh, because there's a, a slight misconception that branding is the logo or the branding is the, the brand identity, the look and the feel of the organization. And what branding really is, and this goes back from the beginning of time, branding, it's an emotive response. So it's motive response that's elicited, particularly amongst the competitive set. So I'll give you an example. Talk about the automotive industry, fiercely competitive set. And automotive companies will spend millions of dollars to to really get to the heart and soul and identify what they stand for. Like, for example, you think about Mercedes-Benz. They stand for luxury. If you think about Volvo, they stand for safety. If you think about BMW, they stand for performance. They're all automobiles, but they you get an emotive response when you think about their, their brand. They want to be on purpose, if you will. And why do companies spend millions? Why do they want to be on purpose? Because on-purpose brands outperform the stock market by 120%. And that's a quote from Gartner, actually, from very recently. So to be on purpose is essential to create that emotive response. And that same principle can be applied to an executive leader. So when you go onto LinkedIn and you can fill in the blank, if you're a CPA or you're a banker or you're a marketer and you're in, in a sea of, of the same, what makes you stand out? And I really believe it's about being on purpose, knowing what you stand for, why you exist to serve. That's, that's what's going to create the emotive response. That's what's going to create the enticement for people to want to work with you to want to move forward. Let's tackle branding in a couple different ways here. First of all, budget-wise, how can you build a brand on maybe sometimes a limited budget? And then also a follow-up to that is building a brand in a world of social media because 
you know, probably when you started this, social media wasn't as prevalent and certainly didn't have the impact on brands that it does now. Now, some brands are just being built entirely on social media. So I'd love you to specifically address budget and the dynamics of social media. We'll be back with our guest in just a second. And if you're really enjoying what you're hearing here, why not get some extras from our guest? After every podcast episode, we have some fun questions for our guest that we give exclusively to patrons. All you have to do is go to the top of womenreallymeanbusiness.com and check out the Becoming a Patron section. For just $5 a month, you'll get extras from each week's guest. For just $10 a month, you'll get the extras and we'll release the podcast to you before anyone else gets it. Not only will you get great extra content for yourself, but you'll support not only this podcast, but Athena International as well. So again, please consider becoming a patron at the top of WomenReallyMeanBusiness.com. All right, let's get back into the episode. You bet. There's a wonderful tool, and I'm, I'm going to give us a resource, credit to a partner and dear friend of mine. He started a company called OnPurpose.me. It's O-N-P-U-R-P-O-S-E.me. And if you go to the website, now it'll cost you $9, as in $1 less than 10 to take this assessment. It's It takes roughly about 10 minutes. It's an incentive assessment, which means it's uh, one or the other, left or right, upper down. So you'll go through an assessment where you're choosing between one or two words and it will take you through a process. And at the end of that process, it will immediately serve you a two word purpose statement. So I always say to folks, spend the money, start there and think and reflect about your purpose. What is it that you stand for? And in the world of social media as well, do you have any specific advice for people that are trying to build their brand because I know people get confused by all the platforms. They don't know what kind of content they should be pushing out there. So what would be your advice as far as a brand being able to accelerate themselves on social media? Or am I missing the boat? Is it just something that's just a part of the mix? My advice, Jeff, is this. That before you go to social media, before you create the video, before you write the outline for your TED Talk, before you put your website up, before you write your resume, before you do anything that has to do with content, and social media is all about premium content, I beg, I beg of you, as an agent of human potential, get really, really clear on who you are, what you stand for, your own personal brand. And I have a process where I walk folks through that where at the the outcome we come up with an overarching brand statement we have three key messages in terms of headlines we have supporting points and and that's what i recommend is used when you go to market social media being one of the ways to go to market even this podcast i would recommend that folks go through that exact those steps before putting their word out there their brand out there because you want to attract back meaningful relationships. Well, speaking of meaningful relationships, let's talk about your association with Athena. You're an Athena International board member, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. You're also the youngest Athena recipient ever. And so you have a unique perspective on Athena. As I said earlier, you've been a great supporter of this podcast. This podcast would not exist 
the way it does without your input. A lot of behind the scenes has gone in to this podcast, and I've mentioned this on that sh- this show before. But let's talk about you and Athena and what Athena means to you. And for those listeners that maybe are just learning about Athena for the first time or haven't really associated them with Athena, maybe you could talk about what, number one, Athena means to you, and two, what do you think they can get out of Athena? Oh, gosh. I mean, it goes without saying I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Becoming an Athena recipient absolutely changed the game for me. At the time, I was a, a business owner. I went on to sell that business a couple of days before my 30th birthday. So, uh, so I was young. I was in my 20s as an Athena recipient. And uh, I'll never forget that day because the other nominees were just incredible women in the community, just incredible. And uh, when they called my name, I was completely unprepared because I never in a million years expected my name to be called. I was just happy to be part of the, you know, part of that group, that elite group of women, of contributors. So, and I think that inherently is what Athena is about, being part of a community of women who are leading. Uh, The tagline and for the organization is, we empower women leaders from the classroom to the boardroom. And that really is true. We really do live that mission. We, we really do. We have an amazing curriculum based on the Athena leadership model, which is the eight principles of enlightened leadership. Everyone that goes through the curriculum, whether they're in grade school, high school, college, corporate leaders. Uh, we even have a track for uh, women who want to serve on boards. It is nothing short of enriching to people's lives. And to be part of that community, I think, is really the the heart and soul of Athena is I'm proud to be part of um, a, a group of just extraordinary women who are doing good things. And what would you say to somebody that hasn't associated themselves with Athena yet? What would your message be to them? Oh, my message would be to get the book written by Martha Mertz, who is the founder of Athena International. She had a dream and she brought it to fruition. And in that book, you will learn about the origin of the eight principles of enlightened leadership. They are evidence-based. It's based in research. It took many, many years to get this book to market. And it's an education without having to go to school. Well, in the uh, few minutes here before we round into our last couple questions here, what would you say You know, because you came from basically a corporate type of world, which, as I could tell from your answer to the question about branding, how much you enjoyed being part of that world to now you're basically kind of a solopreneur and you had owned a business before. So you've kind of done it all Um, navigating these different areas of the career and doing so many different things. What would your advice to what would your advice be to people that maybe do want to change up within their career? Gosh, Jeff, I wish you could see the wall in my office. I'm looking at it right now. And what I have on the wall is a, you know, one of my favorite reminders. Um, it's a reminder to myself, a reminder to others, and it's do what you love. That would be my suggestion. And that could, that can change over time. But I, my recommendation is do what you love. Seek your joy. Do what lights you up. Do what makes your heart sing. I mean, you can tell that you love doing these podcasts. I love listening to your podcast because you can tell that 
this is your jam. This is what you love to do. And that's what I, that's what I recommend to others is, is follow, follow that string, more of that, please. And you'll, you'll always find your way. Well, that's definitely great advice. Let's head into our last few questions here. Resources. What resources would you recommend that folks plug into? Of course, Athena International will definitely have that link and really easy to find the Athena International link on this podcast. That's for sure. But what other resources might you want to point our listeners towards? I would like to invite listeners to message me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the platform that I'm using right now as an agent of human potential. And I would invite folks to message me and and ask for an invitation to a complimentary webinar. I do them once a month. It's by invitation only. And the webinar is called Excavate Your Brand Genius. And I basically share for free the process that I use with executive leaders to help them transform their brands, to get to their next inflection point, to help them move from a crossroads into a very focused direction. And I would absolutely love to be able to send an invitation to folks if they're interested. It's the first Friday of every month that I do the webinar. Well, that's definitely something that I think that folks should take advantage of. Very kind of you to make that offer to everybody. So I'm going to give you the floor, Mary. You're very familiar with this podcast. As you know, the guests get the floor right at the end. I'd also like to slip in another question on you. While you are speaking to the listeners as you end the podcast here, I'd also like you to maybe give them an elevator pitch because you mentioned it a few times, agent of human potential. And I'd like to hear what Mm -hmm. that means to you and how you define that. And then also the floor is yours as well. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, I can't take credit for that. A a mentor of mine actually helped me with that label. And I'm, I'm forever grateful because I was in transition many years ago. And uh, I called him. I really, I didn't know what to do next. And he, he said, look, you know, look back on your signature accomplishments, things that you've done. And, you know, what's, what's really been the common thread through all of it. And I came back to him and said, well, it's, it's people. You don't transform brands by yourself. You have, it has to be a team effort. You must, you, you must not only lead well, but be a great peer, be a, a great employee. And it was really all about the people. And when it came right down to it, I, I love people. I love to advance people. I've been doing it my entire career. And that's what I believe has helped to move these companies to the next level is that we've you know assembled an amazing group of extraordinary talent. Each individual person really understood what their strengths were and then contributed to the whole and we became unstoppable. So as an agent of human potential, I really feel like it's my calling, Jeff. I really feel like I was I was born to work with people who want to who want to transform their brands. They want to really understand their purpose, what they stand for, why they exist to serve. So, Mary, and this has been a very interesting interview, of course, as all the interviews have been. But I really love to interview with the international board members because without your support, this podcast would not exist. And is there anything else you want to say as we close out the podcast here? You know, Jeff, we uh, we talked about this a while back. Um, I really love when you ask folks for, you know, a little bit of insight into, you know, who they are. And on one of the podcasts, you ask a favorite quote, what is your favorite quote? And 
I would love to share one of my favorites. I share it all the time. It's um, a gentleman by the name of Howard Thurman. And the quote is, don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is more people who have come alive. That's my favorite. That is a great way to end this podcast. And Mary Maloney, of course, Athena International Board members, I've mentioned many times, and an agent of human potential, which I love. That is a uh, that is a great way to go about doing things in the world. And Mary, thank you so much for uh, joining us on the podcast. My pleasure, Jeff. Thank you, and thank you for all you do. Thank you. On the next episode of Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, Sarah Jennings, CPA, CFE, CAE, has made a career of helping organizations, especially nonprofits, prevent fraud. How can you protect yourself? Listen to this talk. Also, as you know, we are finishing up three weeks in a row of interviews with Athena International board members. Sarah is the third of three, and of course, we are very excited to have all three on. And here's a bit from Sarah. Oftentimes, when I've been called in on the forensic side and the um, fraud detection side, somebody didn't listen to their gut or they knew something was off, something was nagging at them and they just kind of hushed it because they didn't want to believe it or they didn't have time to do it or whatever the issue was. In hindsight, is always 2020. Want to help us grow the show? Go to womenreallymeanbusiness.com and go to the Grow the Show section. There are four really simple things to do and if you did even one of the four, it would help us immensely. So we will thank you in advance.